This is one of my favorite days because we get to do consumer protection with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, and Court, C-O-U-R-T, is very much a part, sadly, actually, of today's segment. But we're talking to our friend Jamie Court because he's the president of Consumer Watchdog, and Consumer Watchdog is an awesome organization. I trust you've checked them out already at consumerwatchdog.org. Whether you have or not, mosey on over to consumerwatchdog.org, and you will see Expose confront change. And if you've been paying attention to the news, and I trust you have, you know California is being engulfed in massive wildfires. And, and we're talking about Northern California wildfires today with our friend Jamie Court. Jamie, thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. Always my pleasure, Norm. Thank you. Well, Jamie, you and I have discussed these wildfires before. We've discussed PG&E before, but there is a massive update. We've got over 50 people dead. There's over 300 people missing. These are already by far the deadliest fires in California's history. It looks like there's no end in sight. There may be some rain next week, uh, but we've got us a massive natural disaster on our hands. But the argument is it's really not a natural disaster. Jamie, PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric, their stock price is at its lowest in 15 years. There's fears that they're going to get hammered with billions of dollars in liability claims. Jamie, the argument is it's not a natural disaster. It's a man-made disaster because the power lines caused these fires and PG&E is going to get sued and they're really, really going to have to pay. Jamie, is there truth in that? Well, in the campfire, I think it is true that they are going to have to pay because their equipment and overgrown vegetation were what caused and spread the fire as it appears. And um, the Thomas Fire down in Southern California last year appears Edison's equipment was to blame. I mean, there's a real uh, paradox here. You know, the irony in California is we had a bankruptcy of uh, PG&E and Edison during the, uh, following the electricity crisis here when Enron shook everybody down. They were in the middle of it, even though they had wanted deregulation that created it. And ever since then, our regulators in the state, but particularly Governor Brown, has let the utilities like PG&E, uh, Edison, uh, and San Diego Gas and Electric, the investor-owned utilities, off the hook from being truly regulated. They bent over backwards to keep their stock prices high, to go to Wall Street to advocate on their behalf, to keep the regulation light. And so for the last 10 years, PG&E and Edison have, and even uh, Semper's uh, uh, child company, uh, San Diego Gas Electric, have stopped the uh, escalation of vegetation uh, management and fire mitigation that if they had done over the last 10 years, would have prevented some of these fires. Uh, they have not upgraded the equipment the way they are supposed to. And that's all because we have a very slack public utilities commission that's in the pocket of the utilities to the degree, as you and I have talked about, that there's criminal probes going on about some of the backroom deals there. The, the reality is Governor Brown and the other governors since Gray Davis have bent over backwards to make these utilities solvent by not regulating them. But now that they have failed to regulate them, they haven't improved their equipment. They haven't gardened around their uh, power lines, and as a result, they're going into bankruptcy potentially because their equipment and the vegetation management that never got done has sparked these fires and spread these fires. It just shows that you got to be tough on the utilities if you want them to be viable. And now we're in this place where they're going to cry bankruptcy and go to the legislature and seek some type of bailout. They already did. Uh, when well, they, they, they got a small bailout in the legislature last year, but they may go back, try to get a bigger one. 
And the reality is this is their own making. If they had not stalled on drawing the maps to have uh, higher risk fire areas where they'd have to do more vegetation management over the last 10 years, if they had not, if they had upgraded their equipment, if they had followed the rules and cleared the brush from their power lines, they wouldn't be liable today. But instead, they've invested in giving shareholders bigger returns and paying executives more money, not in the equipment. And that is why they're in trouble, because they created this problem. Jamie, PG&E, and this is MarketWatch.com, just so we know the source, MarketWatch.com. PG&E serves 16 million customers, give or take in California. Their stock price is down 31% as of today, lowest since June 2013. And the company's bonds are also sliding because of concerns about the company's solvency in, in the wake of all these claims. And Jamie, it seems to me, and, and I'd love for you, I'd like to get your perspective on this. It seems to me that the the real way to handle the situation, which we should have done from the beginning, was to bury these power lines. Because if you got them up, it's cheaper to put them up on poles. I get that in the beginning. It's real cheap. You just put them up on poles, string the lines. But look at the cost now. If they had buried those power lines, and I know that's not a perfect solution. You got to put it in conduit. You have to put sensors in there to know when things are going wrong because you're going to have to dig things up and fix it. I mean, it's not a perfect solution, but it's certainly a lot less costly in terms of cost wildfires. Jamie, is it time to bury the lions now? I think it is. It's certainly in, in, in high wind areas, certainly in rural areas. Uh, it's time to do that. It's time to take power out of the cell phone towers and put in batteries that are cheaper, solar-powered batteries. Uh, it's time to get smart and realize the world we live in is one in which um, it's, because of climate change, drier warmer, less humidity, and more prone to, to, to fires. And um, they have to adjust to that reality. Uh, and burying the lines, whatever the cost, is an investment in our future, knowing this is the way it's going to be, and certainly in these high-risk areas. Um, the utilities, however, you know, have never wanted to do the smart thing. I mean, it's, it's the only one, frankly, of the three investor utilities in California that got a little smart was uh, Sempra's uh, San Diego Gas and Electric. And following uh, about a decade ago, the wildfires down there, the company got smart and started to engage in fire mitigation and in vegetation management and upgrades to equipment. And it's largely worked, which is why Sempra was the one company against the bailout this year. So, you know, companies can get smart, but PG&E and Edison haven't. And because of that, I think the answer, and it's going to fall on our new governor, Gavin Newsom, is to actually put the fire mitigation measures under the auspices of CAL FIRE or uh, some state agency and take it out of the Public Utility Commission and the public utilities. We've got to get civilian authority to make sure that there's not uh, overgrown brush around these power lines to make sure the equipment's upgraded. I mean, we're going to keep getting report after report that it was uh, equipment that failed or vegetation that spread these fires that shouldn't have been on the lines, on the power lines. That's just unacceptable. That's preventable. Uh, in, in a world where a lot isn't preventable, we got to prevent what we can. We can't trust the utilities to do it themselves. They're just not aggressive. And we got to learn from the failures of the Brown administration, the failures, frankly, 
of, of, of the Public Utility Commission over the last, you know, almost 20 years that we can't go to Wall Street and be a voice for the utilities to keep them solvent. We've got to regulate the hell out of them to make sure they don't cause harm. I mean, PG&E is a, I think a five-time at least, but I think a six-time convicted felon. I mean, it, it didn't repair uh, uh, gas lines in San Bruno. It exploded, even though it got money to do it. It continues to have equipment problems and vegetation problems. It doesn't care. And the way to make it care is to put the police on them. And we got to put the police on him if we're going to stop these catastrophes. We're talking to our friend Jamie Court. You can tell why I love him. C-O-U-R-T is the spelling. Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog. And you can tell why I love ConsumerWatchdog.org, especially if you go to ConsumerWatchdog.org and check out all their great work. We need Consumer Watchdog, and I'm glad ConsumerWatchdog.org is there. And, Jamie, you know, I'm looking at this MarketWatch.com article, you know, fresh off the presses, as they say, uh, about what's going on with PG&E. And it's, it's got us some very interesting material in it. They say that analysts at Morgan Stanley today downgraded PG&E stock. And on top of that, there's a, a whole bunch of analysts, you know, not just at, at, uh, at Morgan Stanley, saying there's a lot of problems here with PG&E and their future. So, Jamie, my question to you is, does that present an opening to people like you and me and other, you know, maybe uh, investor activist types to try and get the money boys on Wall Street to tell PG&E, kind of do a bank shot like in basketball, and tell the money boys, look, you've got to tell PG&E to bury these lines, to do the right thing, because they're going to go insolvent, and, and, and you're going to get stuck holding the bag, all you boys who've invested in them. Is there any chance of enlisting the, the perceived enemy to, to get them to do the right thing? I think bankruptcy might be the chance if they truly go there. When you go into Chapter 11 bankruptcy, the only way to reorganize may be a plan that includes uh, burying the lines and getting approval from the Public Utility Commission to, over a period of time, get ratepayers to fund that. Uh, I don't think right now. I think the banks are not going to take an aggressive role. But when it becomes apparent that this is either the only way to keep them out of bankruptcy or to get them out of bankruptcy then you can bet they're going to come up with that solution. Well, Jamie, we have a new governor coming in, right? Gavin Newsom, Jerry Brown's out in a couple of months, and Gavin Newsom's coming in. Uh, what effect, if any, are we anticipating? Can we expect? Are we hoping to expect? Is he going to be any better than Jerry Brown? He'll definitely be better than Jerry Brown on this topic because there has been no governor, uh, including Gray Davis, who's been so in the pocket of the utilities as Jerry Brown. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy works for the utilities when he leaves office. He has been uh, their biggest friend. His sister, Kathleen Brown's made more than a million dollars serving on the board of one of the utilities. He's gotten millions in campaign contributions from the utilities. His top uh, officials in his office came from PG&E. Uh, they have owned the Public Utility Commission. They have owned this administration, or he has uh, at least let them run roughshod over everyone else. He's packed the Public Utility Commission with, with people who are very prone to the utilities. Uh, he is a big friend of these utilities, partially because they uh, agreed to go greener, get rid of the, the, the fossil fuel natural gas plants recently and do more solar, do more, uh, you know, uh, green energy. But uh, also because he's got an historic alliance with them. Well, Jamie, isn't it a good thing he got him at least moving in the right direction? I mean, he gets a little he credit did, for but, that, but doesn't he? he? But 
absolutely, except ah. he also vetoed a bill uh, a few absolutely. years ago that would have required that the utilities uh, have an updated map, uh, which would show new fire risk areas where there would be increased fire mitigation measures. It was by a Republican, Morlock, at a Laguna Beach where they had some fires, and it was a bill that passed unanimously, and he vetoed it. No one knows why. Wow. I think I know why. The utilities told him to do it. Well, why didn't they override his veto? I mean, if it was if it was because unanimous, it's a Democrat because it's a Democratic uh, Democratic um, legislature doesn't want to embarrass a Democratic governor. Well, Jamie, I, I, you know, to this point, I mean, it's I I know the consumer watchdog is not is is not partisan, doesn't take partisan positions, but look at what we're talking about here. This is known as regulatory capture when the regulating body, in this case, the government agency, as it usually is, is captured by the regulated companies. We see it all the time. It's very common. And here in, oh, the liberal state of California, we see regulatory capture and we see the supposed liberal governor uh, basically in the pocket of the utilities. It looks like a whole lot of other states that don't have this reputation. Isn't that interesting? Well, it's interesting. They may not have the reputation, but I can tell you the National Association of a Regulator of Utility Regulators, NARU. If you go to that conference, you'll see what you see in California. The utilities have capture over a lot of commissions in a lot of states. Uh, they don't like to put they don't like to put politicians. They don't like to put PUC regulators in jail because you know it might come back to bite them one day. And that's wow. one of the traditions I really don't like in California. Wow. Is that when politicians do something wrong, it's rare they go to jail. The exception was a guy named Rod Wright, an African-American legislator who didn't live in his district and he went to jail. And uh, he's trying to get pardoned now by Brown. But, but, but you don't go to jail if you're a legislator unless, unless, you're con unless the FBI steps in. That's when you go to jail. The California the attorney general doesn't put people in jail. They don't like to do that because they're there but for the grace of God goes me. Well, if more people went to jail, maybe we wouldn't have such corruption in the state. Jamie, I've got to leave it there, but this is why Consumer Watchdog is so awesome, calling for people to be held accountable. What a concept. Jamie Court's the president of Consumer Watchdog. Check Jamie Court and all his great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org. Jamie, the clock's always against us, but I do appreciate the time you get to share with us. Thanks so much again. And these fires with all these deaths and missing people, very serious stuff. We've got to stay on it. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Norm.